This is a download from motorsportingpubs.co.uk Pubscast with Paul You're listening to Formula Pubscast on Downforce Radio. You're listening to Formula Pubscast on Downforce Radio. Hello and welcome to the Monaco Grand Prix. This is Formula Pubscast on Downforce Radio. I don't know, but it's Formula 1's jewel in the crowd today. Excitingly, it's going to be hopefully a race worth watching. Monaco's always using the best race the worst race of the season. This is Formula Pubscast. Yeah, I mean, what can we expect to say? Let's actually not for me to answer that question. Let's ask the people. So, hello Manish, here. Check uh, us out online and find your nearest venue, motorsportinpubs.co.uk. Check us out online and find your nearest venue, motorsportinpubs.co.uk. Formula Pubscast, round five, Spain, with Paul Hadley, round five, Spain. I think Rosberg's vulnerable from the start. To, to Vettel. To Vettel. Um, you know, we know that Ferrari good from the start. Vettel's good from the start. Um, it's an interesting theory, but all the races I've seen, have, well, at least the two GP2 races, have the person on second taking the lead. But And Lewis hasn't made the best of starts recently, so is that going to play into his mind? True. I mean, no, there's no reason why Rosberg can't get past you know, Lewis you know, come the end of the first corner. The reason I say Rosberg's vulnerable, um, I noticed a lot in qualifying that he, his front tyres in particular, he was blocking them up quite often. So I just think that because of that, I think I think he's vulnerable. Um, also, I think Red Bulls. I think you've got to keep an eye out for them. Whether they can challenge for the win, I, I don't. I'm not sure. I don't think they can. But I, I could be wrong. You never know. Um, but no, give no credit to Ricardo and Kvyat as well. I think Kvyat's um, he's had unfair criticism in my view. I think he's always. He's always going to be you know, difficult for him. And let's not forget, this is his second full season in Formula 1. So, you know, it's a young lad, and I'm sure he will do a... You know, hopefully, no, hopefully he goes on to have a good, strong season for Red Bull. Um, sure, you may have to, have to move on, Manish, because uh, it's a very short amount of time, and you've taken up quite a lot of it. No, but you've a very good point about Kavir, because it was very harsh criticism he got from his boss. Uh, and I don't think he deserves that after, like, three races, and the, obviously the Toro Rosso's being a better car. So let's give him the balance of the season. Hello, Will. Uh, sorry about earlier when off air I got your name wrong and he's uh, glaring at me. It's okay. I'm going to oh, Thank you. Thank you. Very kind of you. Uh, but uh, yes, I mean, what sort of event uh, spectacle do you reckon we'll see today? Is it going to be uh, all over by the shouting at turn one? Uh, my expect my expectations are low. Yeah. Generally, are for Monaco. <laughs> that way, you can only ever be pleasantly surprised. We get a few crashes, maybe if we're lucky. Well, <laughs> you know. It's, I'm hoping for a Lewis win, yeah. so in that respect, I'd quite like it to be uneventful. Yep. But from a spectacle point of view, obviously I'd like something to happen. There's always a difference between the entertainment value and what you want from a result, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, But yeah, maybe an exciting race. I'm hoping for one anyway. It's either one of the best or one of the worst, isn't it? You can yeah, never totally. one or the other. But uh, yes, let's talk to Big Mac, uh, Ben McPhillips over here. It's uh, got a bit of time to fill as I walk around the table, but hello, Ben. Big Mac and the fellow plum sack. Don't, don't, don't do that. Other people's catchphrases have no place on this Downforce Radio's catchphrases on my podcast. Okay, fine. Good. So, yes, uh, who do you think tip for the win? Uh, will there be any surprises? Downforce Radio hosts your podcast, you cheeky... <laughs> don't swear. Oh, I, I almost did. Yeah. yeah, any surprises today? Potentially. Yeah, that virtual safety goal we talked about earlier, that could really first span in the works as we saw in GP2. For and... some reason... I like Red Bull on the podium today, I, and I can't figure out why. Just You never know when a, a virtual safety car or a proper safety car could yeah. mess things up a little. And all virtual or non-virtual rain would be nice. 
Yeah, it's not going to happen today. I got excited, but uh, you're right. But uh, last year you could argue that Red Bull had no engine but a good chassis, but this year not so much. So, has they really got any weapons in this fight? It's about mechanical grip, and Red Bull do seem competitive in terms of mechanical grip. Certainly, it's their most competitive track, probably the, of the season. So, you know, that they could do some damage, but I think Ferrari and Mercedes are on pure pace, probably quicker. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's interesting to see Raikkonen in sixth, you know, dirt side of the grid, you never like that, and if someone like Perez jumped in, that could ruin his race, so... Like desperation on the start, maybe. Yeah, Raikkonen is a vulnerable position, but then again, you know, dirt side worked out well in the GB2, so, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see. Okay, you've been doing your research at home because uh, we all watch the GP2 races and referring to it. Uh, there's going to be more starring, uh, more regulars later on. There's Tim and Vicky and Mrs X who does not like to talk. But it's a rare appearance from Jay Bass. So I'm coming over to talk to Jay Bass. The John Button Appreciation Society are here. Uh, so it's a rare appearance from them. So we have to talk to them just as the parade lap starts. So we haven't got long. Sorry. I should have given you longer. But, uh, I mean, the question I'm asking is, uh, is there going to be any surprises today and how good will Monaco be? Firstly, we'll talk to Vicky, the girl with the button tattoo. Um, I think, hopefully, it will be some surprises. Um, I've predicted a safety car, so I'm hoping something happens. Um, I don't know whether the bank markers and the rookies will have a shock around Monaco or whether um, my pasta pom-poms will have to be put away if um, Maldonado strikes um, in Monaco. Pasta um, pom-poms, not an Italian dish that I've not heard of. No, no, not at all. That's just my... my I, as I'm the only fan of pasta Maldonado, I've got to have my pasta pom-poms to you shake. Start, you should come banger racing if you like crashes. Oh, I don't like the crashes. He's done really well most of the time, sort of, maybe. To be fair, he went out on slicks on a wet track in practice. Didn't crash. That was good. That was really good. That was classic Maldonado. Completely mental and slightly futile, but it worked. So, OK, so we'll keep an eye on him. And uh, if you, maybe one day you'll have the last laugh on that. It's got to be one race, like Spain 2012, where it all, all comes up pasta. That all comes up pasta. All coming up Millhouse. Yes, indeed. <laughs> No, that was glorious day. Okay then, so Dom, uh, uh, what do you think in this way? Surprises? No, I think it's going to be quite boring. Yeah, well, I, I, thought we, I think everyone's going in with expectations low, especially after we've had two good races, two bad races. It's sort of like the Star Trek movie argument. Isn't it? Every other one is good. Is this one going to be one of the good ones? Because Monaco can be good sometimes. I think you've got to just start off with the expectation that it's going to be a appalling and very monotonous and regulated like previous races. And then if it's better, you kind of go that's actually better if you start off going it'll be like one of the greatest races ever and it's a damn squib you think oh that's a bit of a ball ache to be honest ball ache like that that's good uh, Bike Lies Lewis Sudderby is joining us hello uh, these are four wheel machines ball ache can you top the ball ache uh, can I beg your pardon? <laughs> no, never mind. Don't, don't let me repeat it. It was bad enough the first time. Oh, we're coming around to the grid, so I'm sorry I'm giving you time, but uh, who's your tip for the win, and do you think the race will be surprising in any way? Uh, surprise. McLaren will score points. Oh, I hope uh, so. I really hope so. I haven't seen one on fire yet, so so far, so good. <laughs> yes, they've done the whole parade lap. Well done to them. And uh, they, they have a chance, then, if we're better than 11. Uh, yeah, Button's starting 10, so Ten. just, just wow. keep hold stations to tell one and then get your elbows out and just keep them all behind you. And we'll he knows, let's hope there's some drama ahead of him. So, yeah, sorry, no time to talk. It's uh, time to start. Uh, great predictions are always great to make predictions on a podcast that is not live, and you know the result as we're predicting it. Sorry, Vicky, you're not talking because it's time to start. You want the volume to go up? Yes. Uh, can we turn the volume up? Oh, it's not live on the podcast. Can we turn the volume up at all? That's okay as possible, just for the start. Yep. Cheers. Thank you. Okay, that's done. Uh, the volume should be, as the race starts, the, uh, the red lights will come on. I might commentate it because you can't hear it in the background because of the volume. The red lights are on and they are off and it's away we go with the Monaco Grand Prix. <laughs> Come on, Ben, you're right about Bosberg. Oh, no, you are Check us out online and find your nearest venue, motorsportinpubs.co.uk. 
You're listening to Formula Pubscast on Downforce Radio. Tweet us on Twitter at Formula Pubscast. There's no applause here. There's a lot of head scratching, a lot of forward brows, and a lot of questions I think will be asked. That was the Monaco Grand Prix. Do you know, after about 50 laps, I thought I'd have nothing to talk about in the second half of this podcast. I've got things to talk about, and I've got a lot of people to talk about them. I think uh, lots of this, this is a Monaco Grand Prix finish uh, that will. Uh, we've talked about for a while last year it was all about qualifying this year it was all about the last five laps in the race not probably in the best way uh, Nico's celebrating well he's a winner he's allowed to celebrate but uh, yeah well what a race oh and the yellow flags for no reason in sector two we'll just happen back there but uh, anyway so we've got things to talk about Manish just a little bit um, <laughs> maybe too loud so if I'm distorting you at home there we are. <laughs> no um, no Lewis for sure he's, he's going to be very frustrated for sure um, he's allowed to stop there is he going to get back to the no it's Lewis that stops is he, is he car broke down now so he's going to get disqualified out of third as well oh, oh it's all happening it doesn't rain but it pours sometimes didn't rain today no he didn't um, no, as for as for Lewis um, you know he's going to there's a lot of he's going to be scratching his head a lot tonight um, and not uh, really it's not really a mystery what happened it's just a mistake oh Lewis has got going again okay yeah, so will it be you know to be slats, scratching of heads or face palming? Might be might be worse than that. Um, <laughs> no, I think no. You got to no. You got to look at who who made that decision to bring Lewis in. Um, you know, I'm sure they will. You know, no, I'm sure they'll. Um, you know, get asked fair fair, fair few questions. Um, but you know, Rosberg and Vettel were in the right place to pounce you know yeah. so no you have to you know whenever you, you see a mistake you gotta you gotta pounce on it and that's exactly what Rosberg and uh, Vettel did um, that's Monaco isn't it that's what happens I mean it just throws up these uh, contentious oh, yeah. just yeah you, you think the race is going 20 when as I said 50 laps to go I thought well I've got nothing to talk about nothing. there's been one overtake it was Max Verstappen early on and then Max Verstappen happened firstly in the good way uh, let's talk about that first before we get to the next bit he was uh, putting in some good moves Bef- you know not all of them can come off uh, 100% success rate did not was not achieved but before that Max Verstappen was uh, you know the only one overtaking out there yeah he certainly was and um, no, great move on one lot I think it was was it Maldonado early on yes in the first corner yes Fantastic move, um, and then know. just using the uh, the Ferrari ahead of him when uh, everyone else is confused as a Ferrari. Let's uh, uh, let the let the leading lead lap car go through. Oh, hang on, there's a there's a Red Bull or Toro Rosso following him. Yeah, absolutely. Surprise. You know, I you know I put my hands, but admit that you know Max Verstappen for me was um, he was too young to enter Formula One, but. You know what? He's proven me wrong. Yeah. And, and I think the crash happened. But at least he was still trying. You know, he's not going to sit behind someone. Yeah, and you know, sometimes you, you have to be advantageous. No, you've got to, you know, you got to have the courage. You've got to go for it at times. And no, Max is 17. No, he's he's going to make mistakes, you know. And, you know, he like I said, he will make mistakes. And But, you know, he's a young lad. He'll learn from it. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, I know if he carries on like this, then for sure he's going to be uh, a future world champion. That's for sure. Yep. Oh, okay. Toto Wolf's taking. He says we have not. Lewis decided there. Interesting. So, yeah. you know, if Lewis still ends up being world champion, this will end up being just a small wrinkle. But for the moment, it's a big news story, and it's been so precious. Let's all take it. Uh, will I am not is here. I uh, have you recovered from that, Will? Sorry? You recovered from that? <laughs> to Lewis Hamilton fan you said before, I mean, how are you feeling now? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous mistake. Mercedes taking full... Did Toto take full advantage of that? I couldn't hear. So I, uh, to I, I missed it as well. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But, uh, I mean, as I said before, this might just be a small wrinkle in Lewis's championship year, or it could be a defining moment. Well, it's uh, three wins in a row for Nico, isn't it? At Monaco. Two, oh, yes, two of the season. Yeah. Season. yeah. You heard the same stat I did, but yes, uh, he, he only won last race the first time. So it gives, it gives Nico momentum, doesn't it? He was gifted that totally gifted it well yeah I mean to say he was 20 seconds behind and fighting with a Ferrari so yeah you can't you can't you know circumstances played into his race he cannot claim that he was uh, in any way the best driver today well no like he's, you know it's a, it's a gift horse for him isn't it it's totally you know and he should be really happy he is really happy because he was beaten all weekend by Lewis yeah, that's true. So uh, not very happy people here in the pub. You can sense the atmospheres. Uh, let's talk to Big Mac and uh, the strategist. Uh, who's taking responsibility, Ben? Because I didn't really hear Toto's interview. Did Lewis take responsibility or did uh, Toto Wolf? Nicky took responsibility, so... Nicky's fault. Let's blame Nicky. That's a new hashtag. Blame louder. The team clearly take responsibility. Uh, I don't know if they've got Jacques Villeneuve up on the pit wall or not, but, uh, you know, it's, it's the number one rule of Formula One strategy. You do not give up track position at Monaco. Yes. You don't learn from Nigel Mansell. 21... Well, Mansell's was enforced, but, you know, you, 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 look, at, you look at Jensen in 2011, the same thing happened there. You know, you... You, you, you had him three stints on option tyres that day, and that's how McLaren lost the race that they had in the bag. Assume it was Mercedes, and I know people listening to this will know more of the story. Sorry if I'm standing in the way, I could come round. Um, assuming it was Mercedes, what were they worried about? Why would they pit Lewis? What was their logic at the time? Can you think of that? Can only assume they thought that if Lewis didn't pit, and Nico and Seb did, then Nico and Seb would pass Lewis on the fresh tyres, but... You can't take that chance at Monaco because it's yeah. Monaco. Even a Mercedes on fresh tyres. I remember Murray Walker saying the same thing. But even Nigel Mansell in the dominant Williams on fresh tyres yeah. at Monaco exactly. couldn't get past Ayrton Senna. You said it perfectly. And you said, well, Murray you said, said it. Murray, not me. You said that right before the restart, and you were totally spot on. Yeah, I wasn't happy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think we need a bit of rain for Monaco. If we were in a wet race, it'd be a different story, but not in the dry. So yeah, any of us, uh, Max Verstappen, what is your thoughts on him? He gave us some entertainment in good ways and bad. Yeah, it's, mistakes are going to happen. You know, I, I, I just hate to see him get kind of crucified for what happened today. I'm still sort of in my head planning what I was going to say before the safety car because I was really stretching, trying to think of things. Max would have been the man of the race if he'd just, he'd done three overtakes, fourth one didn't come off. But if he'd not, that crash hadn't happened, and thank goodness he's okay, he would have been the man of the race. Boy of the race. No, I think the driver of the race was Perez. Really? He was really... Uh, explain yourself, because I didn't get much of him on the coverage. I understand. Do tell me. I'll, I'll, I'll accept it, well, but tell me. I think it was, it was a boring drive that was unspectacular, but he just got the job done. He Where did he finish the, then? He got the job done all weekend. He finished seventh. He was keeping the Ferrari in range. In a Force India, a car that, you know, before this weekend, I wouldn't say it, wouldn't have said it had good mechanical grip, but he got the best out of it. You know, you... 
you would never have expected to see a Force India up there, and he, he trashed Hulkenberg in qualifying, and he's... Well, OK, Hulkenberg had problems with Alonso at the start, and Alonso <laughs> deservedly got that five-second penalty. I don't think it warranted any more than that. But Drop kick, wasn't it? Just use the rear wheel, kick him out of the Yeah, I just think it's about, you know, getting the maximum out of the car. And, you know, could Perez have gotten the result better than the seventh today? And did he beat some cars that were probably superior? I'm not, no, no more talking. I just realised it's going to be a short podcast because we've got to go for the Indy 500, Ben. So we, no, no talking now. I'm going to have a really quick question. Run around and go home. OK, what time, tell me what time it is. It was a nice warm-up for the main event. Yes, that's true. The Aero Push 600 at about 11. Oh, no, the Indy 500. Uh, lots of shaking of head around here and the gasping and the rolling of eyes. Hi, Vicky. Uh, Lewis Hamilton superfan. Um, They're playing the wrong national anthem. Well, yes, but... I mean, can Nico take anything from that victory? He's just sort of, oh, well, I'll just drive around for a bit and someone will give me a trophy because I didn't do much. Yeah, one day he'll win it on his own merit, but not yet. That day has not happened. Oh, you still, yes. Yeah. Last year it was about qualifying. This year, at least it was something happened in the race. You know, gave, as, as I, and they put your cricket on because we're so angry. Oh, dear. Uh, uh, that was quick. The sound stayed on because I didn't notice, but uh, very flash of, a brief flash of a cricketer. Do you, don't you want to just storm out after a race like that? I didn't hear that. So you're Lewis Hampton, then. Don't you want to storm out after a race like that? Yep. <laughs> got nothing to say and I could ask your friend but she doesn't want to talk and she's uh, oh dear arms folded I don't blame her uh, so yes I may talk to Tim because you you know you may, you're very angry I can't hear you up are you angry no I'm not angry I just think um, you know Nico 25 seconds behind 25 now it's getting longer every time I talk about it <laughs> it was but then stupid pit stop and yeah. who took responsibility you, 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 you oh yeah that's Monaco uh, you were watching the coverage who took responsibility who took responsibility? I think the team did, but um, obviously they uh, they made a decision to bring him in, and I have no idea why. So look, Lewis signed a contract this week. <laughs> Any thoughts on this? <laughs> no, no, no thoughts about that. It was just confused, and they um, and they screwed up. And they probably have a bit of a refund, some money back. Anyway, Tim, hello, Tim. Didn't get you before the race, but uh, yes, uh, what's I don't know. It doesn't matter sides, but uh, what are your overall thoughts on the quality of that race? Uh, the race was when Verstappen crashed, and yeah. that, that's when the race really happened. It did, but if you weren't, let's say, if you were completely neutral, weren't a Lewis fan, weren't against Lewis, whatever like that, what would you know? There's still no overtaking after the safety car. The, the only sort of excitement we were looking forward to is maybe Lewis could get past two cars, and that would be exciting. There was someone, Kimi got knocked out of the way by Danny. That's really about all that happened, weren't it? I don't know. It's, it's, Monaco is a bit like Valencia. You know, it's like one in every five or six Grand Prix is a good race, or I don't know. When it rains. And then they were saying, oh, the track temperature's gone down five Celsius. And they were thinking, and that didn't seem to change anything in particular either. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I, I think this is going to be a post race apology. From There's going to be lots of apologising. So I, I might say, I'm sorry for not making it sound more exciting. I'm sorry. Max was worth watching. Max drove like a 17-year-old would drive, and I love it. Yeah, that's true. He, he has no fear yet. Maybe that crash might give him a bit more... In future races, do you reckon he'll think back to that crash and not put those moves in that he was doing today? Well, maybe, but, you know, it'd be nice to have a few more people like Max actually caring and wanting to overtake and... Being a lap down. Yeah. I mean, no. Fair, he would have done a much better race about his pit stop. Let's uh, point that out. He wouldn't have been in that position without the team's mistake. Uh, but then, yes, the crash happened. It was a racing incident, you know. He'll learn from it, yeah. but he'll still race. And um, 
I think GP2 is probably more exciting because there are racing drivers who want to actually... I'm in the way. Oh, hello. Yes. What? What's happening? What? You're watching that one? Oh, yours is... T- oh, I see. Sorry, I was right in the way. Come on, there's the one there. I didn't see that one had gone into there. Anyway, they, I'll go talk to them because they, they, just, they just sabotaged it. That's today's sabotage. <laughs> so I'm coming over to talk to you now. Yeah, it's always in the way. I'm coming over to talk to you. Get, I'm behind you, so that's fine. Everyone likes that I'm behind you, don't you, Dom? I love you sabotage me already. I haven't sabotaged you. No, you're just standing there with the telly. Yeah, nice you chat. You make a rubbish window. An excellent commentator, but a rubbish window. <laughs> that's great. You can't butter me up now. Anyway, uh, we can talk about Button over here, because yeah, we haven't talked about him yet. He got points. He blooming did. Yeah. I think he's turned around. Yeah, yeah. But there was a w- moment when he was near Pastor Maldonado, and that was... So we, how were your Pastor Pompons doing when he was near Button? My Pastor Pompons was just fine. Unfortunately, uh, it's the car that's screwing Maldonado this year, I reckon. But uh, he, he didn't do anything. Button's car is just perfect. <laughs> oh, uh, no. No, I mean, it's not Pastor you know, oh, yeah, himself yeah, yeah, yeah. causing all the accidents. True. So, no, I think he was fine. Obviously, just a terrible look with the car. Um, and it was, it was Verstappen being the Maldonado of the day. Well... I don't want too much criticism of Verstappen because he was doing all the excitement before that and if he just, you know, he didn't four overtakes, the fifth one didn't come up. Oh yeah, don't, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it thoroughly and, you know, him bringing out the safety car brought about me predicting the top three correctly. Yeah, well, that happened, didn't it? That was uh, that's something that's going to be talked about for quite a while. It's not a football match we're watching, but uh, yes, uh, thoughts on the stupid decision whoever made it to pit. It was utterly ridiculous. I mean, obviously I was delighted because I'm not a very nice person. <laughs> And because I predicted Rosberg, Vettel, Hamilton for the podium. Oh, it's but all about you or you, you quids well, in then. Well, yeah, exactly. But I, I can't, I cannot understand that decision. I mean, I, as, as a fan of Button, I'm a fan of thinking drivers. So I stand by the fact that if he wanted to ignore the call to come in, if he wanted to stay out, he had the, every right to do so. But he had faith in the team that were making a daft decision. So it sucks to be Lewis. So, signed the contract this week. Does he want some money back? Uh, yeah, I imagine he does. I imagine he should maybe cheer up, uh, given the £100 million pounds or whatever it is. So at the end of the season, this might be nothing, but this also could springboard look the Nico season. This is. This is worrying. But he's already won three in a row, so he's, he's going to... Monaco, not this season. Monaco, but then he's got, you know, momentum going forward into the, the similar races in the rest of the season. So we're in the European season, and, you know, he's, he's won... He's won both of them already so you, can't, know. you can't beat Lewis on Canada surely unless there's a late race safety car and a bit oh yeah that happens in Canada well you know it's not over you know no one deserves to win the race you know whoever finishes first wins the, wins the race and we'll just we'll just see what happens in the rest of the season but as it sees it's, it's unpredictable any other stories is Max there wasn't much to say I, I said earlier and people have heard it at home but about lap 50 I was worried what I was going to talk about I was like oh there's, there's Max there he's doing some overtakes that was it but it came alive at the end but uh, is any other stories we've missed um, I think it was just a bit a bit boring with the bits of kind of the the end of the race and it was like you know the mid Alonso was fairly penalised do you think um, yes because I think it was like in the Formula E race where someone kind of went sideways and slid so I think potentially yes he was because of a collision because you should know that but no because it's not his fault that his car you know lacked grip on that particular bit of corner Danny knocked Kimi out of the way um, yes but you know that's been proven by the stewards to be a completely legal racing move which is a bit interesting but yeah, remember that yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna I, I couldn't possibly comment on the stewards decisions <laughs> because I'm impartial Nice. Hi Ben, you want to come over to talk to them or to me? One more thing to say. Hi, we're just celebrating JB. Yes, he got points, we just talked about that. Yes, that's good, uh, that's good. Know, I can't believe we're celebrating it. What, eight, eight play? Yeah. Well, uh, in this stage of his career, it might be his last points, who knows? Oh, and the people are, are you taking my coat? The man's just got my coat. Okay, 
Bye-bye, yeah, people that don't like talking. Uh, one last word of uh, bite lies Lewis Sudderby, who may or may not might be more interested in the football. Yeah, I may or may not be distracted. <laughs> Are you supporting a t- one of those two teams, Newy, Newcastle Brown Ale versus Whitstable? Uh, yes, and a uh, whole lot of that as well. Formula. They've got two matches, I'm not blimey. OK, so yes, final thoughts then. I mean, we've t- tried to talk about the three things that did happen, the one big one and, and Max. But uh, yeah, any other, any other underrated performances you think you've got? Um, I thought Kvyat drove well. I mean, he was ahead of Ricardo pretty much from the start, wasn't he? And I, I don't know what they did at the end where they switched around, but I looked, it looked like they let Kvyat through to have a go, and if he didn't get through, then Ricardo yeah. get through, they'd let him back through again. Yeah, that's what they said in the commentary, but I didn't actually see that. Did they get that done by the end? Uh, they did, yeah. They swapped around again, so Kvyat got fourth. So, yeah, I thought he drove well. I thought he's, it's the best he's looked so far, because Ricardo's pretty much um, had him in his pocket so far, so... So certain bosses may be eating their words. Yeah, yeah, because he's got a bit of a rocket up his ass, didn't he, lately from from Helmut Marco. So, and I thought I thought that was premature as well because he's you know he's still a young driver, so they've got to give him a bit of a chance to to do what he can do. And, and yeah, I thought he did well this weekend. With that harsh treatment, then surely Max will be fired or slapped yeah, on the face. I mean, that was just a mistake. Max, doesn't know he got Max in the Toro Rosso, who's yeah, yeah. absolutely storming it. But obviously, he he made a mistake today. So. Yep. Um, so uh, I think I want to rush off now because it's time for the Indy 500. You watching that? Uh, no. Oh, go, away no go, away. go away with you. Yeah, okay, fair enough. You enjoy your football. I'm sorry to interrupt. Manish is my coat, so we've been kicked off. Is there nothing left on the table? I'm worried, Manish. So, okay. Go and have a look. I'll go check to make sure that none of my stuff is still there. But that's important for the podcast. It's uh, time to end the podcast because I'll say it is Indy 500 time. It's no bit, but business to you. It's probably already happened by the time you've heard it. But we're watching it instead of editing it. So, uh, what a race to talk about. We gave things to talk about for a long time. And then in two weeks' time, we'll be talking about things happening in Canada. So, hopefully, we'll move on from this eye of the storm. Great race. Uh, well, great race to talk about. Maybe we enjoyed watching it. There was... Good old Max, I will say. Let's not be too harsh on the child for giving us some excitement. I don't think you can even hear me over the football, so uh, I'll wrap up now. I've been Paul Hadley, Formula Podcast. Listen to Downforce Radio. Listen, uh, go to motorsportinghubs.co.uk. Find a way you're going to enjoy watching races with us. If races are great, then it's great to share. If races are dull, then we can entertain each other. That's what happens here. We uh, make friends. It's not just a podcast. Okay, uh, go away. I've had enough of this now. Go away now. I'm going to watch Indy 500. Bye-bye.